Hello everyone and welcome to Adventures in Gaming, the show where we share stories of the games that are special in our lives. I'm your host Tom, let's put those nostalgia goggles on and let's get started. So growing up in the 90s, the one of the coolest things that I could do would, would be go to a video rental place and rent a game for the weekend. Now let me ask you a question. Where's your closest video rental store right now? Do you have one? I can think of one, maybe, if it's still there. And that's within so many miles. Now, growing up in the 90s, I remember there being dozens, dozens of different video rental stores from Blockbuster to Family Video and just a ton of like little mom and pop video rental stores too. It seemed like everyone was getting into the video rental and game rental business. Cause I, I remember going to these places quite a bit. So the one I want to talk about today in particular is blockbuster. Um, because I do have a story about it and I want to share a couple things about some of the games that I, remember playing so that's what we did right like we would go to go to the video rental place rent a game for the weekend and basically just cross our fingers and hope it was good unless we already knew it was good because it wasn't uncommon for for people to rent the same game over and over and over again maybe until you beat it or just because you like it whatever but anyway so where i grew up there was a ton of blockbusters there was it just seemed like there was one everywhere now i might be exaggerating a little bit i don't know but i remember them being a lot of them so not everyone could go and return their movie or game to blockbuster on time so what blockbuster did is they had drop boxes and specifically they put these drop boxes at McDonald's where I lived. So there was a bunch of McDonald's around my area that had these drop boxes. And the idea of this was you would, oh, hey, my movie's due back tonight. I'm going to drop it off at this drop box in the morning on the way to work because I don't have time to go over to the Blockbuster and I'm afraid I'll forget. And... That was the idea of it. At least that's what I think the idea of it was. So I, well, let me rephrase. My dad's job at one point was to go around to all these drop boxes and get the movies out and then get the games out and take them back to the blockbuster they belong to. And we called this the blockbuster run. Now, I would very often go with my dad doing this. I thought it was fun. I I loved going to Blockbusters, looking at the new movies and looking at the, the games and stuff. And the things I remember most is when going to the going to the McDonald's and helping my dad sort through the tapes. And then when we would go walking into the Blockbuster. We would take the movies in, movies and games. We would take them in, drop them off behind the counter, 
And as my dad and the employees are going through the stuff, you know, making sure everything's right, everything belongs to that specific store, I would basically just walk around the store, check out the movies, check out the games. And oftentimes this would be quite a while. So they would have interactive setups where you could play games and stuff too. So I would play those a lot as well. And I got to know a lot of the employees there. And one of the games that I remember playing the most, I can't remember if it was Mega Man X1 or X2 that I played the most. But I remember I had one of the employees tell me, hey, check out this game. And when I took it home, and it was just wonderful that the original Mega Man X, it does not hold your hand. And like how many times nowadays do you play a game where there's a giant tutorial on how to play the game? And, and sometimes it'll be stupid stuff. Push the left stick forward to walk forward. Come on. I've played a game before. Like, do we really need this nowadays? That's what I, one of the things I loved about love about older games. They just kind of threw you in, and they kind of respected your intelligence. Uh, Mega Man X is a perfect example of that. It just throws you right into the beginning stage and tells you nothing about the game. You have to press buttons. You have to figure it out. And you have to use your own know-how and your own knowledge to play the game. And playing these games and then going through beating all the bosses, collecting all the, the X armor, it was such a good game. And I remember renting that game quite a bit in order to finally get through it and beat it. And the password system that was on the game. So you would write down the password so you don't so you don't lose like your progress or anything. So it was pretty cool. So one night doing the blockbuster run with my dad. So we're I think we had already hit a couple blockbusters at that point. And I remember going into the last one and I was getting bored at this point. And possibly even a little tired. So I was sitting there, but I was, I think I was playing a Sega there. They had Sonic hooked up and the, one of the employees walked over to me and she looked at me and said, Hey, I think I have a game you might enjoy. And I said, okay. And I got all excited as, cause I liked it when they helped me pick out something good. And she showed me Final Fantasy 3. And I'd, I'd never really paid much attention to games like that before. And I never... I never really got into RPGs or anything at that point. As I said, my games were Mega Man. I remember renting Final Fight a bunch of times. Um, those were my games of choice. You know... Um, and she's showing me this game, and she starts telling me about it. And she starts showing me the back back of the box and just showing me things on it. And I just remember being really just intrigued by it. And to the point where I did end up renting it. And I took it home. 
And that opening sequence to Final Fantasy, when you're you're going through the town, and I, I didn't really understand the turn-based battle at first. I got to be completely honest. Like, I, I didn't get it. Like, I was like, why can't I just run forward and punch the guy? Because, like I said, I was so used to playing beat-em-ups and, like, side-scrollers and stuff like that. And then there was a lot of, lot of reading in this game. And then, and again, I was used to some reading in, like, Mega Man and stuff like that. But this had a lot of reading. Which, I wasn't a big reader unless it was in a game. So playing this game, playing this game, and I never got that far or anything, but I just, I always thought it was one of the best games that I ever tried. It wasn't until years later that I finally picked up the game again and was able to actually go through it and beat it. Now, that actually exposed me to what they call a JRPG. And I'm sure a lot of you know, are familiar with those. Um, But I remember, I also remember if it wasn't because of that, I wouldn't even be interested in a lot of the, a lot of the JRPGs that are out today. I remember going to a friend's house years later and he had Final Fantasy VII for the PS1. And I, I remember looking at it and being like, hey, I, I played one of these a long time ago. And I and this one was just so much bigger in scale. It seemed uh, just so just so vast and just so magical. And that game is great, Final Fantasy VII. It's often regarded as one of the best RPGs of all time. But I after having my friend play play that and sitting there and play it with him, I went back and found a copy of Final Fantasy 3. But, and that's when I learned that Final Fantasy 3 isn't really Final Fantasy 3 for Super Nintendo. It's actually Final Fantasy 6 in Japan. And I got really confused by that, but that's neither here nor there. So I finally went back and I played this game, Final Fantasy III, for Super Nintendo. And I was completely blown away by this game. Just, I had never played a game before. Spoiler alert. I had never played a game before where the bad guy wins at one point. And that was really, really cool to me. And that was really impactful because you spent all this time with these characters and then when bad things happen, like you, you cared, like you really cared about it. And I can't even think of how many other games that really impacted my life so much like Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy will always have a special place in my heart. Um, I remember playing through seven, eight and nine with friends and us all competing to see who could make like the better character, who can beat the boss faster. Um, and then I remember when 10 came out for the PS2 and I remember going over to a friend's house and him showing me the sphere grid for the first time. 
And it was just such a good game series, even um, to the point where I still play it today. I still play Final Fantasy. And I when they announced the Final Fantasy VII Remake and how it was just Midgar, I remember being very opposed to it because if you've ever played Final Fantasy VII, you know how big that game really is. And Midgar is such a small section of that game, albeit an iconic section. 100% agree. But I was really worried because this is a series that I really care about. And when that girl recommended it to me at Blockbuster, I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't know how much and how far the series was going to go and how, how much of the series was going to mean to me. And the FF seven remake, I ended up loving it. Like it was, it's so good. Um, everything that I was worried about, about this game just melted away when I started, when I started playing it very much. So the nostalgia goggles were on playing this game, just seeing these characters, in their in their beautiful 3d iterations is just great so that's one of my favorite memories of blockbuster is when that person told me about final fantasy because it introduced me to a completely different world it introduced me to the world of rpgs and i went on to play hundreds of rpgs after that it's my favorite genre now and it's the favorite genre for a lot of people and i just wanted to say that i do miss going to stores like that but i am really happy that how accessible gaming is nowadays and it's it's so easy to go on and just check out a game watch a video on youtube it's so easy to do stuff like that but that's my story today. I hope y'all liked it. Make sure you head on over to my, my Twitter page at Adventure Noodle and throw me a like, a follow, and share some of your memories of Blockbuster or maybe even just a video rental place. Maybe there's a special game that you remember getting there that just stuck with you all this time. Well, until next time, catch you later.